You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. It is the home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Now, if you felt like interacting with this podcast on a social media platform, I personally would suggest Instagram, and I'd suggest that you would follow the ha- the at tag or whatever it is, at Hello Sport Podcast. But that's just me. Now, joining me as always, in life, in love, and in podcast glory, my dear friend, the hairy-armed Adonis, Edward Simpson. Punter arms. Thanks, Tom. Uh, you've said that before in an intro, and it went down... Like a, treat. A, like a single malt whiskey. Uh, and it did again today. Nice. Now on, on the rocks? On the rocks. I'm an on the rocks guy. I'm an on the rocks now, guy. Now, a lot of people will say, listen. That's not the way you, you have it. If you have it with water, it wrecks it. But you know what, bro? That's the way I like it. I like things cold. I'm an iced, I'm an iced guy. Now, yes. if you watch me in a home, in a kitchen... Something you'd pick up is how frequently I'll visit the ice tray. Oh, really? I like ice in my drinks. I like them cold. I understand that. But I, I mean, some might say, I mean, I know you don't keep uh, your whiskeys uh, refrigerated, Eddie. I'm more of the the ice in my whiskey on the rocks as a, I need it, I do need it slightly diluted. I'm happy to say it. I'm not here trying to pump up my chest like I'm some piss-cutting wizard. Although I will say it really doesn't change the alcoholic makeup at all. It just just makes it a little bit smoother on the palate. Mm. Well, that but wouldn't you just add water then? Well, no, because it cools it as well. Because okay. I do like the cooling nature so of, you, of an ice cube. So you put the cooling, you put the ice cube in, and then wait for it to melt. No, God no. It cools it, and also because you've got something cold in the ice cube and something room temperature in your whiskey, it's going to melt. It's going to melt it. Yeah. And then room temperature takes over, and uh, then it will just melt anyway. And then you've got a nice sort of consistency. That's how I like to do it. That's how Tom likes to do it. Yeah. And that's how I like my intros. Now, it's a pleasure to be with you here today, Tom. For you Ah, here today. Okay. For the final time this year. Potentially, I'm not sure of my dates, but I do know that next week is a line through it. It will be a best of podcast. Uh, now, best ofs usually reserve people that have best ofs, and that's us. So <laughs> we'll have a best of. You know you've made it to the tippy top of the heap if you can release a best of and get away with it. Yeah, well, I mean, and just a best of of the year. Yeah. like and this. No, this know, isn't of our established careers. No, this isn't a, a discography of our no. entire career. This is literally just of 12 months of dribble and yarn. Yeah. Yeah, and what a 12 months it's been. It's been huge. Lots has happened. Now, we will be releasing the best of. We won't be out of action for too long, so no. don't get don't get petrified. Don't, don't know, get down on don't yourself. Don't get down yourself because it's a festive time of year, yeah. and if you're going to get down on yourself it now... It best be auto-fellatio. If, that's, if you're getting down on yourself, yeah. that's all we're going to tolerate. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm not going to tolerate anything else, Tom. No. Not this time of year. Mm-mm. Not when Christmas on the doorstep exactly. of the nation. Yes. Okay? It's probably the greatest time of the year. Yeah. And not because no this, one really this this month stretch yes absolute ripper best time of the year you've got best time of the year two test two test matches yep. to sort of you know get just more prawns through get the big bash you get the big bash on which is almost the elevator music of the summer you're not really giving a fuck about it it's on in the background nice elevator music no oh yeah 
it's upmarket, like high-end hotel yeah, elevated yeah, 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 music. Yeah, yeah. Like Sofitel Darling Harbour sort of it. vibes. You know, you know, they've maybe got the Intercontinental down in Double Bay, really nice Really stuff. nice upmarket hotel elevator music yeah. is the big bash. Yep. Um, you know, no one really it's, – it's a time of year when you forget what day it is, which is which really I, nice. You know what? It's such a refreshing element of that time of year and something that I think personally, Tom, is under – Appreciated, yeah. Because absolutely. not knowing what day it is actually fills my my soul. Yes, I tell warms you what, it. There's there is because it means that I'm not worrying about yes. anything. You've else. checked out to a point where your body and your like almost your soul is able to sort of just start mm. refilling back up after a year of just getting your hopes and dreams crushed in one way or another. So not knowing what day it is sort of it it speaks to utter bliss. I tell you what. It's such a nice feeling, and we all feel it on some level, the not knowing what day it is vibe, that it makes you wonder why we ever incorporated days, days. at all. Yeah. Because I reckon that's how you feel is how we used to feel pre-days. Pre-days. Before days were days. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. days were literally just days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just every day was the same Every day. day was a day. Yeah. And that's all it was. And that's all it was. Whereas now... Poor old Mondays. Yeah. Mondays just, been Mondays been so well, I mean, a day every one day a week is unfairly tarnished yes. with everyone's negative negativity. Yes. yes. And sometimes lack of get up and go. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so the lack I mean, of, yeah. Look, I, I don't know where we're... Are we still in the intro here? I'm not, I'm not sure. sure. I'm not sure where we're at. But you know what it's like? This intro is, is like this time of year. Completely. You don't know where it is. You don't know what's don't going know what's on. happening. Where's the structure? Are we talking sport or are we just talking days of the year? I think we're just talking. I think yeah. this episode is a, a reflection of this time of, this of, the time year, of year. And we'll just talk. We're just going to go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your feet up. Yeah. Undo a couple of buttons on the yep. shirt. I hope you're in the sun or like, you know, laying on the beach mm. with an umbrella over you. So you've got shade, but you've got the opportunity to get into heat if you need to. You're rolling in oh, and out mate, of consciousness. Mate, mate you, need, you need an umbrella in this nation because yeah. you got to be in and out. Yeah. If you stay down there for too long without a, an umbrella, you're fucked. You're an hour. I, you're an hour max. And I want to maximise my time on the great beach of the nation, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Put my feet up, read a book. Yes. Because it's hot. Yeah. And it's going to be hot, punters, dribblers. Thursday. We're recording this Tuesday. We were a little bit late again this time of year. Who gives a fuck sort of vibes. Yeah. But apparently Thursday uh, is when you really need to... Slip, slop, slap. Slip, slop, slap. Get down by the Slip, slop, slap. Public service announcement. Slip, slop, slap. Yes. Now, Tom, I haven't seen you for a week. No. What'd you make of the last test? Well, okay. Good steering of the ship there, may I say, Eddie, in terms of intro going nowhere. Mm. And we needed to then... Someone needed to grab Well, I actually just want your opinion. No, no, no. Mate, we beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. Which is no surprise to anyone. But don't you reckon it doesn't feel like... It's sort of not being... I don't know. It just doesn't feel like we beat the fuck out of him because there was like an opportunity for us to send him back in <clears throat> the night before the test finished, but we decided just to bat him out of, uh, sort of bat him into submission. Mm. But like we just absolutely humped him. It was over after the first innings. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's what it was. It was a good old fashioned humping. Yes. <laughs> 
And humpings can be brutal. Well, absolutely. Especially and, and humpings at the Wacker. Yeah. Well, not the Wacker. Fuck. But let's just call it the Wacker to save it. It's the Wacker. I know. It's a cricket ground it's, in Western Australia. I'm not, put it this way. I'm not, I'm not calling it Optus no. Opta Stadium. I'm sorry. I've had a whole lifetime of calling it the Wacker, yeah. and now it's like yeah. Optus Stadium. That's please. a new... Like, if you were born in 2010 or afterwards, maybe you can adjust, yeah, but maybe I can't. I can't. It's too late. No. It's done. It's like when Andrew G changed his name to Osher Gunsberg. Yeah. It's like, I know he is You're Andrew G. You're still Andrew G to me, baby. That's all I knew you as, man. And now it's Osher G and Andrew Good. Like, no, sorry, mate. It's no, Andrew G. No. Andrew G rolled off the tongue. The Wacker. And I'm not changing I'm it. not changing And the Wacker here on out will be referred to as the Wacker. As the Wacker. So don't correct us and be like, it's called up the stadium. No, no, Because no, we won't have it. No, no, no. I'm not up. happening. Shut up. Mate, um, we humped them into fucking submission. The yeah. crowds again were poor. Well, now I'm not too hard on the crowds here because it was like 400 degrees. Yeah, that's true. And there was like literally a fire burning next right to the next stadium. to the. I mean, what a next to the ground. ridiculous state of affairs that this country finds itself in. Not to take a political turn, but <laughs> fires everywhere <laughs> yeah. to the point where literally I'm watching you know Starkey steam in from an end as smoke billows over the stadium. Right next to the Wacker. Mm. Just ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. And it was... But look, I mean, fires aside... Yeah. Well hot as hell. Well, well it was hot fires. cricket. It was hot cricket. Now, a um, couple of things out of this test. We did talk about this initially, but Steve Smith... We put it up on our Instagram. Steve Smith, he's come out and he's admitted to losing his hands. Now, obviously, that raises alarm bells. Where, where's he, Are they lost? Have they been stolen? Have they? Someone, has anyone seen them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when was the last time they were seen, and where were they seen? Now, you and I, and I think rightly so, were getting very concerned yes. about the, the whereabouts of his hands. Well, so after the first innings, where he he obviously struggled to forty three, it was ugly to watch. Like, it was just, it looked really like you know what? Credit to him to be able to get to forty three without hands, with nubs, with nubs. <laughs> How you hold a bat with nubs? Well, only Steve would know, Steve and would only know. Steve could ground could out a 43. forty-three with nubs. Yes, I mean, there's not a not a player on the planet that could do that. No. Now, hands are missing. Affected the the whole feel of Steve for the test. If, really? Well, I mean, he took a screamer at first slip to get Kane Williams nubs. Him out, but that was nubs. That was a nub again. Catch. That was a nub catch, and that's why I think that speaks to the skill of the man, but also why it was like the nub catch heard around the world. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. So that was shocking. Yes. But some people said to us, oh, it looks like Steve's found his hands. Mm. Now, I must reiterate to the people that don't know what we're talking about, Steve, when explaining why he was not able to score runs for his country, test runs. Yeah. He was honest, brutally honest. Brutally honest and said, look, I've, I've said this before, it may seem strange to people when I say it, but I've lost my hands. Mm. And that obviously, as we said when we started this, shocked us to our core. Uh, didn't realise that he had, but now we're sort of looking for Steve's hands. And the funny thing about losing things is sometimes initially you can think, oh, I've lost them, whereas in actuality they've been stolen. Someone's maybe nicked his hands. I'm, I'm not ruling out someone having nicked his hands. <laughs> I mean, no one actually knows. No. It's like Madeleine McCann, you know? Was she <laughs> stolen? Where is she? No one knows. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I don't know if Steve's hands are as dark as child abduction and the like. Uh, MH370. Yes. I think we can all laugh at that now. <laughs> sort of. Well. You know. Uh, where is it? Within reason. Within reason. Um, statute of limitations has expired. It is now funny. Um, so Steve's hands are gone. So is MH370, and we don't know where either one is. But more concerning to us is Steve's hands, I, I think it's fair to say, right? Well, I think at this point, because yeah. I still I still hold out hope. 
for MH370 being found somewhere. No, for Steve's oh, hands. For Steve's hands, yeah, right. Not so much for MH370. At this point. Well, I mean... We, After several years. Yeah, we know it isn't still flying. Yeah. It's not still up in the air somewhere. It hasn't got... Wait, mate, it's certainly been lost, but to what end? Summer podcast. Summer podcast. Point is, Steve's hands have gone walkabout. Now, has he left them under a bag? Maybe. Possibly. I'm not ruling that out. Are they? Do you leave them in the dunny? Are they behind the door? Are they under a newspaper? They could be anywhere. There's no way of knowing where his hands are, but all we do know is they've lost. And if someone's nicked them... Then we and got, you've got yeah. if you've got information, then you need to hand it to us because yeah. we need to hand it to the authorities. Well, to the crime TFU, stoppers, crime stoppers. Well, the TFU have got heavies out looking at the moment. They're knocking yeah, on yeah. doors, but uh, that's I mean, we don't want to really. That's you know we'll keep that under wraps Look, until it could uh, be considered underhand yeah. their tactics. Yes. So I'm not going to promote them on the podcast. No, of course not. Of course not. Um, TFU being uh, the <laughs> the union that it is, the Tomato Farmers Union. Um, well, things get nasty out in the paddocks, mate. <laughs> you know um, so, Steve's hands are lost. He's batting poorly. Uh, can't wait to see how he goes at the MCG. We'll know the situation with his hands a little more once we get to Boxing Day. Luckily for us, there is another man who has stepped in to right the wrongs of Steve's, of Steve's nicked hands. Yes. That's obviously... Labra. Labra. Minus Labra Shane. Thank you. Now... What did you make of someone's... I can't remember who made the comment about him being such a good batter because his eyes are close together. Kerry O'Keefe. Now, I think there might be something in that. He said that him and Smudge got eyes very close together. He also said Roger Federer and I think Nadal maybe and said that because their eyes are close together, he thinks... And I think I think Kerry is... Kerry didn't come up with this himself. I think he was sort of saying he's got a mate who... Right, but an eye doctor, and someone who is uh, well, I don't know if it's an eye doctor or just someone who's putting two and two together. But basically, someone with with high intelligence that Marnus um, eyes very close together means that you know it sort of helps him sort of in a cycloptic sense sort of see the ball better. I don't know. Well, it's your brain doesn't have to adjust for the difference between in between your eyes. Does that make sense? Yes. Like when I get walk eyed, I actually start to see double. When Which do you is get like, walk eyed? Like, like when I've had a couple of beers. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. Like you, I can look at something and see two separate images. What does walk eyed mean? Is that a racist term? I no, hope not. I don't. No, I've just I always heard of I always heard of it as when you get blind. Oh, okay. Just Never heard of it. Sure. No. Okay. Well, I have. Yeah. And if it is racist, I apologise. Yes. But didn't know. Didn't know. Not I actually just, I just, it was just something I'd heard thrown yeah, around no. over the years. You know, what? might be a double term. Who well, knows? I mean, I don't even know what it would mean racially, to be honest, if your eyes are just all over the shop. Yeah. So I think we move on. Sure. With love in our hearts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, with love in our hearts. It's, the, it's yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. All I'm saying is, I think that that makes a lot of sense because the images come closer together and the yeah. brain's not having to adjust as much as much to you know break down the distance between the two, the eyes, two eyes and the fields of vision now i i look i'm not oh, that's a no brainer to me i think it's i could see the validity in that sort of a thought process i would also say that the margin of difference would be quite limited and there would be i think but maybe that's the that's the difference between oh, look, great and elite well what were don's eyes like what was the distance between don's eyes Mate. Rumour has it they were sitting on the bridge of his nose. <laughs> Apparently, now Marnus has a new nickname, and that is Skull, because Skull's been bagging him out about his eyes, and they're calling Marnus Skull 
because Marnus doesn't turn the ball. Skull being a spinner, former spinner for Australia, and they're like, well, Marnus doesn't spin the ball, so he's like Skull. I think they're like having a shot at Skull for having a shot at Marnus. Right. Would Which, you feel slighted if you were Marnus? I just think that it's just a bit cheap. Like, it's they're tr- almost trying too hard with the nickname. Give oh, him Skull. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't work. I think the whole name thing with Marnus is a is a is because his name is so fucking weird. There's just nothing obvious here except Labra at this point. Um, yeah, which we've, we've already caught him Marnus a couple of times. So it's not sticking. It's not sticking. Like we would have liked. No. But we admitted that yes. last week. We said, listen, if this, it sticks, it sticks. These things take time. They can. Who knows? Now, um, I said to you when I was blind on the weekend... And I don't know if it's going to stack up now, but it's worth, I think, repeating just because I talked to you about it on the weekend. If he is the successor to Punter, so he is the second iteration of Punter, which yeah. we think he is, yes. is he the dribbler to Punter? I like it. I do like it. But I think in the same mould as Labra, is it going to catch on? That's, don't know. The, that's the hard thing. It'll be tested uh, you know, in the cold, hard light of day. Yeah. And whether people bring in Labra or Dribbler. Um, I feel like Dribbler to me means so many people. It does. That it's hard for me now to just turn one person into Dribbler. That's why I feel funny about it. Yeah, it feels a little weird to me. But it, I think it makes more sense than a lot of other nicknames that have been banded around for, well, for Labra. It makes more sense. I than just anyone. don't know where it sits with my soul. Yeah, that's it. And that's. That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. So now, like, basically, what we're saying is, I don't know if anyone really knows what his nickname is yet. No, but we'll try. We'll try and stick with Labra. That's right. I want to be the first person to say this. I feel like I will be, but I'm sort of preempting the chit chat from the uh, cricketing peanut gallery, if you will. Um, that. He could be a future skip of the nation, Labra. He's obviously childish now. He's a little bit funny, a little bit of a, you know, gorp. Heavily Christian. Front Foot Faith is the WhatsApp group, uh, which we are yet to be invited into, unfortunately. Um, but, you know. Mate, he's got Skipper in him. He's got Skipper in him. Bats three. How old is he? 25. Skipper in him. He's got Skipper, Skipper in, him. in him. I mean, before this, the only bloke that was really bandied around, they, Peter Hanscom was, and then he forgot how to bat. Yeah. And then there was Mitch Marsh, and I just didn't see him. Like, apparently he's a great bloke, but oh, I mean, yeah. leader of the nation in unless front of the cameras, unless representing you're getting us tons, on the... Unless you're getting tons or wickets, you're not in the running for anything, right? Unless you're a... If, if you're, especially if you're an all-rounder, you need to be doing one or both of those. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a bowler, Paddy Cummins has been spoken about, but I'd also love Paddy just to be hot and bowl no, hot I think balls. I think he needs to stay away from the captaincy because... He's just too hunky almost. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if, if if Calvin Klein come knocking and they want him to do some underwear stuff, like we need to go let him because yeah. we need a sex symbol we in need the a, team. We need a sex symbol. What I mean, Shane Warne was a sex icon, still is, never got given the captaincy. Historically, I, the hottest players in the team aren't Skipper. Yeah. That's just a fact. I mean, let's just go back through a couple of them and you think of uh, Tubby Taylor, not hot. <laughs> uh, Steve Waugh, not hot. Something about his... Uh, uh, you, you know his uh, alpha-ish yeah. vibe made him hot, but he's not hot. Alan Border. Alan Border's not hot. He not had a hot. beard. It was like, you know he tricked you with the beard, but he wasn't hot. 
punter on a good day in the right light, maybe. But good day, right light though. Yeah, good you know? day. Not not a consistently not a consistently hot, hot guy. No, 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 good no. day, right light. Yeah, punter yeah. could sort of get the the, yeah. the butterflies going. Yeah, in the yeah, tongue. yeah, yeah. You know, fading light on a beautiful summer's day. Three day growth. Maybe you can sell before it. he started going. Bald. Maybe you can sell it. But you're not yeah. going to sell. You're not going to sell punter in every light no, no, conditions. No. Michael worry. Clark not hot. He thought he was hot. Well, the thing was, he thought he was hot, but he wasn't. He wasn't hot. Now look, yeah, he got Lara Bingle, but that was more a function of the sort of the uh, the, the frosted tips, which yeah. I think we, I mean, sign of the times, pretty hot at the time. At the time, it was very hot. Frosted tips were hot at yes. the time. Yes. All the greats had them. Yeah. But David Beckham led that into battle, I yes, think. Yes, I think so. Said, boys, follow me. Follow me. I'm a stud. I'll get frosted tips. So I can. that all makes sense. Yes, but Pup not hot when he was skipper by any means. No, no. Uh, and then Steve Smith, I don't think we need to go into too much detail. Uh, not conventionally attractive. No, not conventionally attractive. You Tim might, Payne You might is. be able to sell Tim Payne, but he's a fill-in. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a sort of a... He's a substitute yeah, teacher. He's a Band-Aid skip. And yeah. I don't mean that with any disrespect, Tim. You would also realise the way that you came to the top job. Yes. And you realise you're hot and it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't jive with people's you know understanding of uh, attractiveness. Mm. Um, <laughs> so... I think so. We, I think look, it, I think, we've, we're I think we've spelt it out. Manus also not classically handsome. No, not classically handsome. So I think probably a good fit. I think a great fit. An absolute wise and measured decision. Pat Cummins too hot to be captain. Too hot to be captain. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Now, uh, Josh the Drought Hazelwood loves to dry up and end. Loves to take wickets for his country. He's a country boy himself. That's right. Now, he's done a hammy, Eddie. First time in his career, his mm. esteemed fast bowling career, that he's done a, done a hammy. Siddle, Pattinson, Nessa is who they're talking about. Now, Siddle has been trumpeting his own trumpet, yeah. uh, saying, look at my record at the MCG. I'm also a Victorian, which, I mean... The I don't, fact you're a Victorian doesn't mean shit. That's what I don't... I, I, I've never gone along with that Victorian rhetoric, which no. is what they roll out every fucking yeah. time anyone brings up the MCG. Yeah. Or pick me because I'm Victorian. No. Mate, come on, fair dinkum. That's not how this works. That's not how it works, bro. No, sorry, dude. Now, I just think, look, I think we picked you for line and length, um, stump to stump stuff. You we know. pick you, we pick Put you it on, on pitches but, that aren't fucking horseshit. But that's roads. in England. Like I just where the ball's swinging. Yeah, yeah. I just I just can't see it happening at the at the J. But also the prediction like, is that the MCG is going to be another absolutely dead shithole wicket. Well, have you, you heard? Need someone that isn't Siddle. Well, have you heard about the inconsistent bounce they got? There was two batsmen that yeah, retired. Yeah, that was, that was, they, 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 uh, it was like West Australia and Victoria. Yeah, it was a shield game. Yeah. And then they had to call the game off because the pitch was such a fucking wig yeah, out. Yeah, I know. But that wasn't the pitch they're using. So what? What I mean is they're not going to use that pitch. No, I understand, I understand that, bro. But it like, they just can't get them right. They're no. doing the same thing to all of them. Largely, right? Like the test wicket would obviously get more attention when it's in the shed somewhere, but like, oh no, they'll be all in the ground now, wouldn't they? They'd be next to each other. They'd have to be in the ground now, yeah, you yeah. think. They're in so, there for a little while. I mean, fucking who knows? It could be a lottery. Yeah. Mate, look, I don't. I'm they're, not... they're only saying that now because it's it was fucking shit. Well, that, they could, were... that could have been earmarked for the test. Mm, who could, knows? Look, it could have been. I think they they asked for a little bit more in the pitch, and then it was too spicy, and it was variable, or no, it inconsistent. Was, it bounce. was inver invariable. No, variable. A variable. A variable. Invariable. Basically, well, variable where it's bounces, unpredictable. Yeah, but that's variable. But there's there's like there's a difference where so like they it wasn't spoke true. about no, but they spoke about variable bounce at the wacker, right? But it was sort of like. 
the pitch at the at the start of the test is pretty cons- consistent, and then as it deteriorates over five days, variable bounce comes in because yeah. the cracks open and the pitch sort of is gets some wear and tear sure. on it. Whereas this was, I think, was pretty early, and it was like from ball one, it was like they were flying up into your head or they'd you know snap your ankles. Right. Okay. Again, Dior, all this punters dribblers, because I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I'm do you do, about. you do your own Dior? Yeah, I'm not a bloody uh, uh, pitch doctor. Well, you're not a pitch doctor. That's right. But we have spoken on this podcast at length before about Melbourne's inability to get it right. Now, isn't me, this their last chance? If they fucking if like, they if they get another deliver poor, a if they, get another, if they get another poor mark, they get a one year ban. Now, they got away with it by the skin of their teeth last year. Fucked if I know how. So it wasn't given a poor mark No, last not year? last year. The year before it was. But it's like, but the window is still alive. It's, if you get a poor mark in a two-year window. Right. So they got that poor mark against England. Yeah, it was the, Ashes, the Ashes. So Alistair Cook got like 4,000 runs. And it, it ruined our chance at a 5-0 whitewash. Yes. Thank you very much Thank you, to the fucking MCG. Melbourne Cricket Club. Now... What I can't understand is that that was two years ago and they still haven't got it right. They've been doing drop-ins there since like the early 90s. I don't know about early 90s. Or certainly in the 90s. Certainly in the you 90s. You sure? 100%. I didn't think drop-ins were a thing no, until no, no, the no, 2000s. No, 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 no. In the 90s. I remember it. Now, if, I was, if I'm wrong... I feel like you are. I don't think so. I think it was like 98, 94, something like that. That's a very vague uh, window of time. No, because I, I, I read the article the other day. Right. And it was old school. Well, whatever. They're not getting it right. They're not getting it right. They're not getting it right. No. And it's it's disappointing yeah. because it's ruining Boxing Day. And look, I'll admit, Boxing Day is one of the jewels in the Australian sporting crown. It might be Victorian, but still is. It's still a jewel. It's, it's still cricket. A jewel. Cricket is Australian, and it is the jewel. It's an absolute jewel. It's everyone. Everyone watches the cricket on. Boxing I can't Day. wait for Boxing Day. I'm going to have nothing planned except prawns. So. Oh, look, I just I'll be very disappointed if it's a fucking yeah. another shit look, show. All I'd say is I wouldn't go with Siddle. I'd just be going maybe an all rounder. Well, sorry, that sorry, let me start that again. Wouldn't go with Siddle, firstly. If it's gonna be a dead pitch, you want someone who can try and do something with it. Pattinson seems like that man. Mm. He's a fight he can bowl fast. Yeah. Siddle's a fucking well, mate, is he is he is he is he into the one thirties anymore? I don't know, man. I'd be shocked. Yeah, and so if it's a dead pitch, you want someone who's got a bit of fear about and bit a bit of up and up and about. Well, you need a bit of up and about on lifeless pitches yeah. on at the G on Boxing Day. Yeah. I reckon. I think so. And then then uh, the uh, the Zendo Kai Master, the coach JL, was talking about potentially dropping Travis Head for an all rounder named Mitch. Well, no, Mitch's hand's fucked still. Oh, that's right. Mitch's hand was hoping to be back for like the first test. I forgot about that. It's still oh, fucked. Oh, it's no good. No, it's still fucked. They were like, it may never get back to where it was, the hand. It's actually oh. fucked. I saw that the other day. Oh. Yeah, unfortunate. Edge. Yeah. I don't even know who, what other all-rounders we had. Stoinis. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, outside of Stoinis, I don't know of all-rounders. Dior. Dior, that. It's a big Dior. It's a big Dior. Um, anyway. Look. I reckon that's where we're at, though. If you wanted a holistic look at cricket and this time of the year, what it all means, what it means for you, the punter and the dribbler. Um, All right. Bit of rugby league. Now, this sort of dropped last week. There was a lot of shit swirling around innuendo, uh, you know, rumor gossip of 
some big story that was going to break in rugby league. Everyone's WhatsApps were blowing up. It was on Twitter and shit about a big rugby league, a big name former rugby league player who was about to get or had been busted with a shitload of drugs, a sellable amount, and it was all about to drop. Now, I can't think... Like You can't undersell how much of a hold this took on our WhatsApp oh, groups absolutely. and our message groups. Yeah. Like For people that like rugby league, this was big time stuff. I'll and tell you why. i tell you what kicked everywhere. it off. It kicked it off with... That's what yes. did it. Yes. Now... We I'll, don't want to name too many names. No, we though. don't. No, we don't want to. But the article basically... Well, the thing that was on like uh, a rugby league forum on Facebook was basically saying a big name player with a lengthy career, de- decorated career, maybe it said, and high profile. Yes. That's what it said. Then there were whispers going around that it was and like, we heard some things to say. It was all, half the comments said, "Yeah, but in, that's all bullshit." I know, but like, that's it. Just it just revs up the engines of the yes. punter and the dribbler. Like, yes. we were revving at eight thousand RPM, RPMs. Is yeah, that? I think that's the the term. Is it? Sure, I'm not a car guy, but, but work with me. Yeah, revs per minute. Yeah, we're in, we're redlining. Yeah, Put it we're that way. Redlining. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Redlining big time. Then on rumors. Now, then we get a little grainy screenshot come through you always get dribs and drabs when the That's rumor it. mill's all, working it all comes time. in slowly yeah and that had uh wendell sailor basically had his name and it was like some it was a court appearance maybe yeah, something like that court documents yeah basically saying that he would he'd been arrested it was like when it was like wendell sailor court appearance and then underneath it's like trafficking or something yeah, yeah. everyone was just like fuck oh my god this is Huge if true, but also it wasn't, again, with all of this rumour shit, there's been enough rumours going around in the past to know that you don't believe anything until it's completely out. But it was just like, oh, fuck, dude, that's heavy. Mm. Then it obviously came out that it wasn't because Wendell was like, uh, no, dude, this is not me. And I think it was even in the papers, like the papers called him and he was like, no, I'd love for this to fucking quote me here. I'll read it. Yeah. I'll read it for the punter and the dribbler. If you missed it, which you might have. Headline, wrong Dell in dock. Old footy legend Wendell Saylor has, has been the victim of mistaken identity in a drugs court case in the Northern Territory last week. And we thought it was Queensland. Mm. So there you go. There you Chinese go. whispers already. The Rugby League world was buzzing when documents found their way into social media from the NT Supreme Court, revealing Wendell Saylor was facing charges after being arrested with a trafficking quantity of drugs. Our court reporter, Brendan Hills, checked, and it turns out this Wendell Saylor was born in 1996, which rules out the retired and now clean-living 45-year-old ex-Broncos, Dragons, and Wallabies star winger. My phone hasn't stopped ringing, Wendell said. Blokes like Sam Burgess and Jason Nightingale checking that I was okay. I can't believe it, mate. I even rang a lawyer. Put it in the paper, please, mate. Tell them it's not me. I made a mistake when I was much younger, but I have a daughter in year 12 and a son playing the NRL and my wife just doesn't need it. <laughs> mate, and he's fucking spot on. Yeah. Like, I mean, very bad luck that something like that finds its way. Someone called Wendell, Wendell Saylor. Saylor. Yeah. Now, born in 1996, wouldn't be surprised if that kid's literally named after Wendell Saylor. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 Wendell yeah. was doing his thing in 1996. Fucking oath he He'd was. already played for Australia and shit, I'm pretty sure. Won a couple of comps with the Bronx. Um, <laughs> so, very unfortunate. Now, there are still other names swirling around about this report. And not... Because that, that thing about Wendell there came up after rumours of another player and, you know, uh, that could be linked to it. 
so we won't name anyone because obviously you don't want shit like this to happen. The same thing happened with Dell, and I think we can probably legally get in trouble for saying it. But um, wasn't there? But wasn't there a meth supply charge? There's a meth in New supply Zealand? charge in New but Zealand. But is that different again? Well, that's the one. The one I heard, the one that we were talking about, was a meth supply charge. That was the initial rugby league bombshell. Was yes. what I was, and then the name surrounding that was some a Kiwi based player. Yes. Uh, then who finished playing then the Wendell thing popped up and it almost it was almost like that he sort of became that story this is how I saw it anyway he then became that story oh fuck maybe it's Wendell who they're talking about cross wires I actually thought they were running in parallel two separate stories yes such as well I mean you know you don't you'd believe anything in rugby league right yeah so look great to hear that Wendell is not at all involved. Absolutely. It's fa- it's fantastic. Wendell's a good man. Great man, Wendell. And we need him around the game Absolutely in a positive way. And his son's about to start really throbbing on the That's bloody right. NRL we, stage. We couldn't lose Wendell to jail. No. No, we no. need him. We need him around he's the... He's a character. Uh, yeah, he fucking oath is. Three-time premiership winner. You know, he's widely regarded in a lot by a lot of people as the greatest winger of all time. Like when sure, you talk play, about, play but like when you when all these players pick their like best Queensland team ever and all this sort of shit, like he is on every wing. He's uh he's an he's an absolute freak. And then went over and did what he did in Union. We're not this isn't a Wendell Sailor. This is your life. <laughs> Just saying, it was great to hear that he's not involved. Big Dell. Is Love there that. still rumours going on? I don't know. They've certainly I mean, quietened certainly still, down. They've quietened down. They've quietened they've all the way down. down. We were getting drip fed information almost hourly at yeah. one point. Yeah. Now, and it was coming from all different sources. All different sources. All different sources. DMs, WhatsApps, Facebooks, IGs. Inboxes. Inboxes. Did you hear about this? Now, look, did I get carried away? Yes. I'll put my hand up and admit that I got carried away by rugby league off-season drama and innuendo. I think that the rugby league world got carried away. Tell me why. Crickets. No scandals. Scandal-less. Scandal-free. It's all Latrell. Um, and the rumours about Latrell, if we can seamlessly move on, are that he's going to go to the Rabbitohs now. Heard that. Same coin as he's knocked back the Roosters for. Yes. I personally would like that. Like, obviously, unless he's coming to Manly, I don't know. Mate, really I, think it's, I think it's a great fit for him. I don't think you go to the Tigers, bro. No, bro, don't go there. And you're not going to go to the Titans. Look, I know you've already won two Prems and you've won a Shield, but like... You have done everything in the game has to offer you. Has he won a World Cup? Ah, uh, no, maybe not. But, he, you know. But you're 22. Like, you don't just go chasing coin and go... Don't and put the queue in the rack yet. Don't put the queue in the rack, rack yet. And that was what you'd be doing if you went somewhere like the Titans. The no offence. The mer- Dirty Merger Tigers or the Titans yeah. who are... No offence. But I think under Wayne as well at the Rabbits... I think it's a nice fit. And there's some indigenous throbbers there. Some well, it's, brothers. They've, well, they've got Cody a lot of, Walker, James Roberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a lot Burns. They do a lot of indigenous stuff. Like it's a it's an indigenous club in a lot of well, ways. Well, it's got a famous indigenous history. That's right. He's going to have GI there who can sort of mentor him. Sam Burgess still a part of the club. Great fit. It's a great fit. I like it. I like and it, it a and lot. And it adds to the Roosters Rabbitohs feud. I like which it is a good. lot. I like yeah. it a lot. You go next door, it doesn't disrupt you too much. You don't, have to, you don't even have to move. But you're under someone like Wayne, great man manager. Yeah. yeah. We were actually having this discussion before he came in about Wayne's man management. And he gets to know you. He gets to know your family. He doesn't treat everyone the same. If I remember Sowie sort of telling us uh, when we had Sowie on, shout out to Sowie. Uh, 
like you know he sort of knows that people are different different backgrounds different mm. upbringings different this different that and so it's like it's not like a one size fits all you got to do this because everyone's got to be the same he's a bit more sort of flexible like that yep. which I think speaks to his ability to you know polish rough diamonds to bring a star into line to you know help someone troubled say realise their potential to get 110% out of his players that's Tom. it that's now, it I think I, I think it's wonderful yep well, that's good, Latrell. But do whatever you want as well, bro, because it's your life and fuck, get as much money as you can, girl. Uh, the NRL released a thing, a document about third-party payments, a third-party mm. agreements that each club has. So this is money that can be sp- that is spent outside the salary cap. Has what well, has nothing to do with the club. Basically, it's organised independently of the club. So if you were with, uh, if you were signed to Hello Sport on a twenty million dollar contract, such is the salary cap that we have here. Say we've got, you know, 20 million we've spent on you, but some, you know, Mitsubishi, uh, you know, uh, Mitsubishi car dealership has approached you and said, well, we want to sponsor you for an extra... 400 grand. 400 grand. Yeah, it's like endorsements. But the club can't can't organise them, basically, as well. Well, they can't. Yeah, organize yeah, but them. of course they do, but they can't. Of right? course they do. When they sit down, they'll go, listen, mate, we'll pay you a million a year, but we we'll can... be able to get you another 400 a year in endorsements. In third parties. So everyone always talks about how the Roosters are clearly cheating the salary cap, allegedly, but, you know. Um, and so the NRL has released this thing, not directly to combat the rumors or the thoughts around the Roosters' salary cap sombrero yeah. bullshit, but they just released them. So they. Make... I don't mind there being clarity around that. No, I don't absolutely. Think it sh- I, th- but, I think it should be reported. Yeah, but I'd say that the reporting, to me, doesn't just go. Oh, okay, sweet. Let me just give you a little rundown here. So the team that has the most spends the or has the most third party sure. agreements. Uh, no, it's the Storm, eight hundred and nine thousand. Now you would think that's your Cam Smiths, your Billy Slaters, even though he's just left, but your Munsters, but and they're a one team town, but yeah. eight hundred thousand. Have to be a one-team town. Yes, the next best is the Broncos at three hundred and forty-nine thousand. That's how that is the difference between the Storm and the uh, the Broncos. That's how much more the Storm are paying, are getting them. what? Yeah. Now again, five hundred grand. Where do you think the Roosters are? How much do you think the Roosters would be spending? They'd be no. They'd be. They'd be like. Would they be in the top eight? Maybe. Just wait. What do you think? If you've got okay, what, okay, money wise, yeah, hundred grand. They're saying sixty-eight thousand here, sixty-eight thousand nine hundred and sixty-six. I don't believe this list. I think it's horseshit. I'd, you know, I'd believe some of the. No, you know what? I, it's not that I don't believe it. I believe that these are the facts and figures the NRL has, mate. If you think for a second that the Roosters are only spending sixty-eight thousand dollars outside of the salary cap on players, in terms of the players at the Roosters are all on the money they're being apparently said that they're on. And the only extra that any of those players is getting is it mate is a total of sixty eight thousand dollars in third party agreements. But that's across the whole squad as yeah, well. Yeah. Like you gotta be kidding me, mate. They've got half the fucking kangaroos side and what? Six do sixty eight thousand like even divided by ten, that's six grand. You're telling me Boyd Cordner gets an extra six grand a year in endorsements? Please. I don't think so, bro. No. I don't fucking Tedesco? think so. 
six grand, you reckon? Tedesco would get a couple of hundred in endorsements, yeah, mate. Yeah, no doubt. He's with Powerade and shit, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah. He's got a watch sponsor and shit. Like, There's no way, off. bro. But also, it's like, oi, so, you know, the, the way the thing was, the whole, like, sort of articles were framed around it was like, hey, everyone thinks, everyone bloody, you know, calls out the roosters on the salary cap sombrero, but this proves it. I'm like, no, it doesn't. This, this almost makes it even more obvious that they're fucking cheating. Mate, Allegedly. you've got you've got camp you've got you've got the storm on eight hundred grand, which I think's a pretty reason that Yeah, that number I'm like actually, that's realistic. That's realistic, yeah. If you showed me that and said this is what the roosters are on, I'd go, you know what? I think like I'd be I'd be more happy about it. If I'm the NRL, I'm fucking I'm butchering those numbers. Yeah. I'm inflating them. I'm like, get Photoshop open and let's change these <laughs> yeah, because exactly. That's, that's making that's making me more suspicious. Exactly. So let me, I'll take you through. So the I'll just go through from top to bottom rather than try and do this because it's all over the shop. Broncos three fifty, Bulldogs sixty, Cowboys fuck, Cowboys fifteen. What? Maybe because Thurston's not there anymore. So and, no, I think, and no one wants to touch it. Yeah. Well, before wouldn't th- they? I, I still feel like they've got like the whole of Northern Queensland. Mate, Dragons eighty two, bullshit. Eels, 80 grand. Knights, 181. Panthers, 230. Rabbitohs, 200. Raiders, 45. All of Canberra. Yeah. All of Canberra. All of Canberra. Roosters, 68. Bullshit. Manly, 148. Sharks, 200. Manly, 148. And Roosters, what? 68. 68. Yeah. I don't think so. I just don't. That's just... How does that work? Sharks, 210. Storm, uh... 800, Titans 18, Warriors 27, Tigers 134. So you telling me last year, right, that Cooper Cronk, best halfback in the world, one of the all-time greats, and the Australian and New South Wales captain and the best player on the planet weren't collectively getting 20 grand in sponsorship out of out of the club? That's what they would have you Or believe. out of... Out of the not world, out of the club, out, out of, of the world, watches out of fucking motor vehicles, out of, and also in the richest area in the country, or in the it's in the richest team in the richest area. Like, there's just no way. No, there's just no way. Now, obviously, we know nothing. All alleged. This is all just like you know. I've just got my sort of. Yeah, but you know what? I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. And you got to trust your gut. Yes, because your gut's right a lot of the a time. A lot of the time. Like Manly, 150 year play on. Like not- I think it's almost like the Storm were the only team to give their honest the numbers. Number. That's what I think it is. And then everyone else is. They're just- probably so scared of the of the salary, salary cap thing cap coming again. back to bite them. They've just given That's the actual exactly number it. and just gone. Yeah, this is it. 800 grand. Everyone and else. No, no, everyone lied. Everyone else lied. And That's now it's what like it is. now it's like oh shit. There's no way the Storm are lying because I don't think they have to actually report them to the NRL, do they? So they've know. so they've just gone. Oh, let's just see what we can tease out of them. That's well. That's what you've got there. You've got the storm telling the truth and the roosters lying just ridiculously. Yeah, allegedly, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. The podcast this week is brought to you by Bareback Biltong. Bareback Biltong is made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original and smoked chili flavors are sure to get your taste buds punting and dribbling. Bareback's very first creation, the original collection, provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend, coupled with Bareback's secret ingredients, allows it to be a huge favourite. Cold smoke for six hours using the unique Bareback method. Their smoked chilli is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. The simple oaky flavour, heightened by the addition of their secret spices, provides a truly rare and 
delicious flavour. Now, special offer for the punters and dribblers who listen to Hello Sport. You go to www.barebackbiltong.com.au and put in the promo code Hello Sport. That's one word, capital H and a capital S, and you'll get a discount on your Biltong. And that Biltong, Eddie, is delivered across the country. Biffs. Weekend of Biffs. Did you watch the UFC on the weekend? I watched the back half. I watched the... The, the main three fights? Yeah, I watched... No, I watched Volkanovski and I watched... Um, Colby. Uh, Colby, and Covington and, and Big Usman. The Nigerian the nightmare. The Nigerian nightmare. Um, look, I watched it all. It was a fucking sick card. It was stacked. It's one of the stacked. best cards I've ever seen. Absolutely stacked. Um, but let's just stick to the month, the, the two big boys. Obviously, Amanda Nunes won, and that's good. She she's mate. She's dominate. just too. She's too dominant. Yeah, she's, she's too. It's it's so unfair now. Well, but it's good. She was like still it's challenged good. though. No, I know. She had to take it to the ground and show a bit more. I liked it. Good on you. But Volkanovski, Max Holloway, we've got a UFC champ. Mate, I didn't know about Volkanovski until about a couple of months ago. I knew about him, but it, it was sort of still, flew under the radar a lot. He did because, and I mean, that's as it's like I knew that he was an Australian fighting in the UFC. I didn't really realize how close he was. He beat Chad Mendes, but he was a bit over the hill. He'd been out for a couple of years on a suspension uh, for steroids, but he beat him. I think he beat the fuck out of him. And then... Isn't he on an 18-fight win streak? Uh, yeah. Like, that's pretty fucking... Mate, that's you, you'd think you would have heard UFC, of something like in that. In the UFC, it's eight. So it's in his Still? Career. No, 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 absolutely. But, you know... Um, you would think, but also I think maybe because it's Australia, there's a little bit of a like underestimated or you don't sort of get the shine, especially, and also in this country, no one fucking talks about UFC. No. Um, but he sort of, you know, he beat him and then he beat, uh, Jose Aldo and that was like, oh fuck, this guy is legit. Yes. Beat, and he, he beat Jose Aldo. Yeah. Uh, coming into this, Max considered the greatest featherweight of all time. They like saying that about featherweights, don't they? They said that about... Aldo, Aldo so and then he got Connor. beaten by Connor, and then Connor was, and then Connor but, relinquished but, to Max, and now Max, Max was. Max, if you look at his stats, are pretty fucking. No, amazing. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It everyone that well, holds think, the featherweight belt is considered the best at I some think, point or yes. another. I think in this day and age, though, when you think about the the small time span of the sport, particularly probably, the featherweight division. But you, yeah, you're gonna. There are gonna be those moments of like best ever's probably more so than yes. once the sport's established because pe- the the like say the be- someone who was the best in the early 2000s is like well mate this guy might have only just started jujitsu three years ago but he's been a badass fucking wrestler or brawler yeah. whereas now you're starting to see fighters that have been training in all of the disciplines for a long time for a long time yeah, yeah they're more polished yeah so yeah, they come yeah, in and you're sure. like well this is actually the best no thing. i agree i agree i'm just saying it is it has been the case 100%. particularly in the featherweight 100%. division uh, but Volkanovski, man, he won it. Like it wasn't, there was no, mm. it wasn't a dodgy call. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't contentious. It was like he leg kicked the shit out. Leg of him, kicked bro. the shit out of him, and then forced him to change stances and landed the biggest shots. Leg kicks are so gnarly. I just, I just can't imagine and the pain, that the pain be. you would be in. From repetitive you remember, leg You kicks. remember when you used to like dead leg your mates yes. at school? You used to run around school. You'd almost have to go home. <laughs> I always had to call mum and go, mate, I can't even walk. And you'd be in so much pain. And you'd just be... I'd, I remember I've cried from a yeah, dead I leg have, before. I have. I I've, like, like, I've, I've gone and hid my head and yeah, cried. Someone's yeah, someone's fucking dead legs. And you're just like, mate, you don't realise pain until you've been dead legged. And but that think about this as well. Like I was running around doing dead legs when I was in your eight, your nine, like not big. I would no, have been tiny. No. And everyone that was doing them would have been tiny. Yeah. Imagine a big, thick, 
someone like, who's, someone who has practiced hours someone, in the gym to dead leg. But it's not even just like a running knee. It's like an actual width whip. of a leg. Yeah. And it's not once. It's over and, and over and over in oh, the same spot. No. And then it's like, oh, is your thigh sore? Well, now I'm going for your calf, which is yeah. even less fucking yeah, meat yeah, on it. And yeah, I'm going to yeah. dead leg that. And I'm gonna Until you change stances. Until you change stance. And then you know what I'm going to do when you change stances? I'm going to kick the <laughs> shit out of that leg <laughs> as well. And I'm going to go outside leg, inside, inside leg, leg, outside, outside leg, inside. inside. Until basically you can't feel them. Yeah. So he just kicked the shit out of him, forced him to change stances and was sort of disrupting him. That was what he sort of said, I think, a lot before the fight was about like disrupting his flow. What a What a game plan. Yeah. What a beast. He's now, mate, bloody he Australasia, bro. Australasia. You got Israel Adesanya. He fights out of the same gym as Yeah, Adesanya. same gym. They've now got two titles in there. In the space of Six a months, month. A month. Um, so, you know, he's the first... Austra- he, mate, he used to play rugby league. Not at a high level, as despite what he said. <laughs> <laughs> despite what he said in the post-match press conference where he played reps, I'd like to know what those were. Well, I think when he says reps, he's talking like under 11s, yeah, I think 10s. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, reps, Norse, you know, those yeah, are like yeah. sort of uh, yeah, yeah. regional. Re- regional, like represented the region. Yes. At rather some than sort of sort gala. Of, yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know, yeah, exactly. Um, a carnival of yes, sorts. Yes, against like guns when yes. they were young. yes. But I respect him because dude, respect he's now a world champ. He's dope, dude. He's yeah. fucking good. Uh, certainly also a contender for great chins. Just take a, take a moment to look at his chin next yeah. time. You're like, oh, that's a chin. He's got a chin on him. Um, but just stoked. And then the main event, like every fight kept coming. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this card's still going. And I was super excited for the, the main card as well. Because if you know your yeah, MMA, Colby Covington... Is divisive. Well, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> it, 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 to say the least... <laughs> Uh, but it was a huge grudge match fight and it was they're two wrestlers and everyone was sort of a little bit like oh these guys just going to try and wrestle each other for fucking five rounds but it was almost like their 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 wrestling cancelled each other out yes so they just didn't do it they didn't yeah, wrestle yeah yeah did you see that weigh in when it was man they get right up in his face and Kobe's just fucking screaming did at him did you see like, the Jesus. paint that was, yes because he's Nigerian American but he yes. had this Nigerian paint on his face and you're like that Bro, he looked he looked fucking frightening yeah, to me it scared the like, shit out of me frightening to yeah, me I was looking at that going I would be petrified to see someone and like his face just the way he's staring at him anyway Fucking hectic fight. Yeah. Hectic fight. Colby got his jaw broken in the f- second or third round and kept going. Like... Absolute again, psychopath. We talk about dead legs, bro. A broken jaw. Mate, and then dropped twice in the fifth. In the final and round. Like, and he's like complaining. It's like, bro. Yeah, look, I don't think you, you can't like... It was... You can't really complain. He was getting... He was getting eaten up in that fifth. In that final round. But you're also like, there was 50 seconds left to go on the fight. Like, just let him fucking get knocked out almost. Yeah, but 50 seconds is a long time. Well, sure, but it's... 50 seconds is like not I mean a is, short amount of no, time. No, 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 but I mean like, get, there's 50 seconds for him to get knocked out and the ref to stop it, whereas I think... But he was already on his back. He no, was No, no, no. So he was... Look, the thing was, I just... This was... And this was... I'd... He was on the ground when In he the caught moment, it. when I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, fair stoppage. He got dropped twice and his jaw's broken and it's fucking just like savagery beyond belief. Yeah. But just sort of when I, I was listening to, I think it was Brendan Sharp, Blow the Belt podcast, MMA podcast. I enjoy it. But he's sort of saying like, they're both wrestlers. Mm. So when he goes to the ground, Colby does know what to do to protect himself. Not that he was doing anything greatly to protect himself. But... The fact that this was a fucking title fight, this had been an absolute war. It was, even though Colby had a broken jaw and dropped twice in the fifth, he won 
rounds potentially with a broken jaw. Like he was still in the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got dropped. But I still did in the back of my mind a little bit when it stopped. I was like, well, those punches when he was getting on top of him, when Kamara was on top of him and they're on the ground, they were, I reckon he landed 30% of the ones that he threw when he got to the ground. No, I know. He was blocking. <clears throat> it was like, I'm just saying with 50 seconds to go on a 25 minute fight, you could have given him 20 seconds more and see if Kamara can knock him out or yeah, if Kamara yeah. can choke well, him out and get in a position like apparently it was even going into that fifth the like, judges were fucking like one had it even one had it a, a draw going into the final round and the other two had it weighted like 2-1-2-1 two one, two one, respectively yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was actually even going into the fifth yeah so it would, from that respect, it would have been nice to see him get up and fucking maybe potentially try and try. Know. I get that. I understand yes. that. But, but I just don't think it warranted his reaction. Oh, obviously, God. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Like when he not. comes out fucking laying out the ref in that savage tweet. It's yes. like, bruh, chill Come on, out. dude. But I mean, he's... But he's, ta- he's, he's not that sort of guy, is no, he? No, well, he's playing a character. That's what's crazy about this is he is like... He's, a, he's a, like a real sort of like... He's playing this like pro-Trump fucking character yeah where it's like a, you know make america great again uh you know he's like the trump's like him donald trump tweets him and shit like it's this really weird thing but he's like a real he's a fuckwit right essentially yes but from a lot of interviews of people that know him and shit they're like this was his attempt to be to get these big fights because obviously he's good right like he's fucking a He's a very good fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was almost cut by the UFC after a win because he was just a bit like no one gave a shit. So he was like, i got to do something here to... Oh, like Floyd Mayweather, Money Mayweather vibes. A little where bit. Where you just change your whole persona and just be yes. a fuckwit. And so he's just gone full fuckwit, full ridiculous gimp. Yeah. Um, and now everyone hates him. And they're like... <laughs> so this but he's, t- he's picked such a weird angle. It's not like... No, but because he's not... He's obviously not... He's not charismatic at all. You can tell. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, not, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. He's not good at it. No. Floyd's good at Floyd yeah, money. Fucking he is. Yeah, fucking Opie is. You know what I mean? But no, this guy is a gimp and it's it's a gimmick and it's obvious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really scat and he talks so much shit and then he got finished and it's just like... I'd, I'd watch a rematch of that fucking fight. Though. 100%. 100%. I put money on him to win. Well, they're talking Volkanovski, talking of rematches with Max Holloway at Parramatta Stadium. I will go to that. Now, Sydney needs more fights. They always take him to Eddie Hay. Yeah, I know. Like, Mate, imagine having off. it at Bank West, steepest stadium in the land. So steep. It's so steep. Get your protractors out and you go... Dana knows that. Dana, he knows. He yeah. knows it's the steepest stadium in the world. Of course world. he does. Well, we've He's done his research. about it. But you've got... Imagine Izzy Adesanya defending his title. Say that's the main event yep. against... Fuck whoever, Yoel Romero. If you want, if you I mean, want. there's a lot of beasts in that division. Yes. you can give it to you whoever. Can give it to. Uh, and then Volkanovski rematch against Max. Apparently, Max might not even want the rematch immediately. He might, might want to take some time off. But just Volkanovski defending his title against someone. Yeah. Tie to Avasa on there. Fucking Tyson Pedro. Just you know, you get a a, a bloody a who's who of of a who's of, who of throb of South Pacific fighters. And you get just bloody get it Rob Whitaker back, although he, I think he's over fighting in Australia. He's like, mate, I heard Rob say like part of the fighting game like is about being able to travel the world. And I feel like I've had like four fucking fights in my own country. Like I've never been to Europe. Can you just put a fight of mine in Europe for fuck's sake? Like he's trying to get a fight in London. Anyway, um, hell of a card. Last pay per view of the year. Now we look to January 18. January 18, I believe. So that'll be 19 for us. I may be a dad by that stage. You may be a dad by that stage. I can guarantee one thing. 
I'll be leaving the, the fights kid at will home go on. and I will get yeah, down yeah, yeah. to my nearest establishment or I'll pay for it on pay per view. He's put on, you buying a laptop, yes. 50 bucks. Yeah. You're not missing Cowboy Connor, baby. No way. Certainly not. I'm not missing that for the world. Unless, unfortunately, the child comes, then I will be streaming on the phone. Well, could be the 18th, possibly. Yeah. yeah then no. I'll be in the hospital. Look. Th- look, that's all. Uh, that will unfold yeah, in the yeah, fullness yeah, of yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to predict anything, but very excited for Biffs. Speaking of Biff City, one more Biff chat we got to have is. Jeff Horn v. Michael Zarafis, I believe that's his name. Fight of the century. Fighting tonight for those of Wednesday you listening. Night. Wednesday morning. Yep. Fighting tonight. Michael Zarafis, Jeff, the Horn at Horn. Fight of the century. Now, we've got a video on our Instagram, at Hello Sport Podcast, of the press conference. Zarafis absolutely slaughtering 3N Glenn, Glenn Rushton of Dolphin Palace That's right. Fame. That's right. Now, 3N Glenn, not keeping up. Glenn Not keeping up with Zarafis. Nothing. He just kept saying the same shit over and over and over well, again. Glenn's like, you'll see. You'll yeah, see that's what, what I mean. Yeah. He just kept saying, you'll see. And Zarafis see. is like making fun of his haircut, which in fairness to Michael Zarafis is a fair call. Yeah, yeah. It's a shocker. It's a horrible haircut. It's it's someone who lives in a dolphin, in a dolphin palace, palace. Like, who's... Barber also lives there and hasn't been allowed to leave. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? Like it's, a ball cut's still in. Like, it's an absolute it, well, it's shocker. Like he's, it's almost like he's... Because apparently Glenn Rushton of Dolphin Palace fame made his money in the private sector. Yes. I so, believe he owns a fund. Yes. Now, I think that he's too rich for anyone to tell him his haircut's bad. So I think Michael may have done him a... Dis, uh, did him a, a service there. Right. By saying his haircut was weird, telling him that he was shit on the pads. So basically, he blamed all of Jeff Horn's failures on Glenn Rush. I know he he just he literally torched him, torched him, and picks him out like on everything individually. No, he goes, "Your team, I like your team. It's yeah. you three and Glenn that I've got a problem with." Yeah, he goes, "You're an idiot. You don't know what you're doing." And he's like, "Mate, I've had more biffs than you've had feeds." I'm like, "What?" Because <laughs> yeah, well, like, he used to be a security guard or yeah, something. He Shut goes, up, I've, mate. He goes, "Who used to point, fight five times a day?" No, <laughs> you didn't. That sounds mate. like something a child says in a schoolyard stash. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he's trying to like big note to like a group of kids. He does. It's exactly know. what it is. It just losing his way completely. Yeah. It's like, mate, I used to have do you know five what you fights are? a day, Glenn? Do you think anyone believes that five fights a day? Did you, is that Glenn? what you reckon? Did ya? Did ya? Never. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And then the guy's like, and then he goes, uh, Glenn goes, what was it? Oh, yeah, what world titles are you on? And the guy's like, uh, the IRB. And he's like, well, yeah. And he's like, look, yeah, I don't really, res-. the guy's like, I don't even really respect it as a world title, but if you want to be specific, it's a world title. And Glenn's <laughs> just like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, well, I've had more biffs than you've had hot dinners. It's like, where? Where are they, Glenn? Where are they? Haven't seen them. No, they weren't boxing matches. Like, well, then. then but, no, but we're talking we're about talking boxing, boxing matches. matches, Glenn. We're not talking about you fighting a fat kid in the park. No, or like telling a guy that he can't have any more drinks. You're cutting him off. Yeah, yeah, that's not a fight. No, that's sorry, just a verbal Glenn. stash. That's a verbal stash, or you doing your job as a security guard, right? Like, if you're, I don't know where you're a security guard for, but. Whatever, you work the door somewhere. You work the door somewhere, Glenn. Look, you know what? I felt. The whole time, Jeff's sitting there not saying a word. And then he gets asked to rebut Zarafas, Jeff, and Jeff. he goes, Oh, what oh, oh, wait, what? Are these oh, guys just fighting? And then by the end of it, he goes, I'll just let my uh, hands do the talking tomorrow night. Yeah, Jeff. I mean, Jeff. You could... He couldn't be more uncharismatic if, if he, he tried. tried. If he tried. If he went out there If he had less... a lobotomy, 
he'd have more charisma than he does right now. Like, if you were to drill a hole into his brain... If you took the skull, fucking thing out... Yeah, if you were to drill a hole into his skull and suck the brain out... Yeah, with a straw. With a straw, Jeff would have more charisma yeah. post-surgery... Yes. ...than he would with that Post-suck. Post-suck. <laughs> like a bloody coconut. Yeah. just suck the brain out. Yeah. Because right now, Jeff, he, he's got nothing. And no. you know what, Jeff... Like, you could have stuck up for your boy there a little Yeah, 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 yeah. The bloke who supposedly won you that world title yeah. against Pacquiao. Yeah. And trains you. And trains you and has put you on the trajectory to success. And you sit there and just zone out, I believe, his... Yeah. His oh, I wasn't were. even paying attention. Yeah. Were they arguing? Oh, come on, bro. And then he gets asked at the very end, does he want to, re like, rebut? Does he want to come and sit back yeah. and say anything? And he goes, no. Nah. And then... and then, like, Glenn, and, then and then three n comes out and just goes... Well done, Jeff, to finish oh, it. And you're like, Jesus. I'm wondering whether that was almost passive-aggressive in th from 3N because he was angry. I don't know if it was out of 3N or if it was just him almost like... Knowing you know, that this guy's... But, you know, like it's when your child, you know, does their first poo or something. It's like, <laughs> well done. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Look at this kid. Look what yeah, he... Yeah, 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 well done. You, you managed yeah. to keep your nerve. It's like, no, no. 3N. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't keep his nerve. He just doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Or what he doesn't know do. where he is. He's deer in headlights yeah, situation yeah, yeah. here. He's a kangaroo about to be shot. <laughs> or like when, you know, you're driving with the high beams down an old country road and like a rabbit sees a car and it doesn't move. Yeah, that's, that's your that fighter was, That was Jeff there. Unbelievable. But, I mean, look, I want Jeff to lose. So do I. I don't, look. No, Jeff, look, I'm over him. I'm over, he's national treasure. Look, there's no doubting Jeff's place in, you know, the annals of Australian sporting history. Yeah. Well, he beat Pacquiao at he home. He beat Pacquiao like, at home. But, but let's be fair, Dinkum. It was a Bradbury-esque moment. It I feel was, like he's yeah, but, and Bradbury didn't before. come back for more goals. No, that's what he? I mean. He's gone and he's worked the the the, the beer halls and the fucking the, and the, the gala dinners and the corpies of the country for the last going on what be twenty years, 20 years almost. almost. And he's, I, been a, he's been a feature of the corpies. I tell you why. The only reason you're still seeing Jeff fight is because he can't speak. That's it. Otherwise, he would have fucking pissed off the moment that fight was over because yeah, he knows. Of course. He knows. He went and tried to fight Terence Crawford, who's like legit fucking, you know, and mate, just got mauled. Mate, he went to Vegas and got absolutely mauled. I can't believe Terence took that fight. He would have been like, who the fuck's that red <laughs> yeah, nut loser? But he's got a belt. That's all it is. <coughs> he's, a, he's got a belt. Well, that's right. It. He had a belt. But yeah, so Jeff's not. Jeff doesn't have the corp he's seen to fall back on. No. So he's got to try and punch his way out of this. Yes. Unfortunately for Jeff. You know, I don't think it's in the car. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't I don't see see it. Um, but all the best. Okay, time for some dribbler dribbles, motherfuckers. Dribbler dribble. Dribbler dribbles. We got a couple here. What do we got? G'day, guys. Mitch here, uh, punter and dribbler. Just wanted to weigh in on the absolute cash cow idea of the professional throwers league. Mm. Thought you could start with a kickoff event or the fuck it throw em fest. Mm -hmm. Now, to start, you get the uh, concussion car crash classic. This is a fight between Justin Hodges and John Hoppawati, but instead of the classic number of rounds, you fight until someone folds or is put in an ambulance. <laughs> now, you've got kids there as well, so you want games for the kids. So instead of punching the punching ball as hard as you can, you hit a dummy of Nate Miles' head and it rules your strength of your punch from one to Paul Gallon. Now, nothing, Don't no event it. is good no, without right. an absolute ripper of throbbers absolutely throwing them. So 
for a fight for the Balinese belt, you get Dave Fafita versus Nelson Nelson Asafa Solomona. This is good. The winner gets the belt and a free trip to the Philippines. <laughs> Hope you uh, take this cash cow on board and let us know because I can't wait to see some fucking throwing. Be soon. Now, well, I think that makes a lot of sense. That made a lot of sense. And what I liked about that one is that it, he remembered the community-minded sort of that you want families to come to this as well. You want to have something for the kids, whether it's face painting and you know you paint black eyes onto the kids or you know scars and shit. But also the it's got to be family friendly. Opportunity for the kids to show a bit of violence early on and punch Nate Miles or someone of that nature. I think that was really a sort of a nice feather in the cap of that dribble there. No, it, look, family friendly vibe. I like it. I like the I like the the cut. Was it the concussion, concussion car crash? Car crash classic or something? I believe Hodges. And Hobawati throw till the end. Look, I, like I don't that. hate that. No, I don't I like hate that, that at all. Look, I like it. It's certainly it's certainly in keeping with the the throwers league. I think it's well thought out. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Like. It was well structured. Unlike Very well structured. Let's go. Oh hey boys, how's it going? Alex King here. Hello, mate. Um, just caught up to say Jesus fucking Christ, and uh, I mean that with all due respect because I know my boy Manus is a man of the scripture, but fuck. What a way to bring up your hundred. That's some serious alpha shit there. Uh, six, I, believe. I think Steve's still dealing with that post-England Ashes hangover, but, you know, fuck, it never gets to the point where I see <laughs> Smitty and Marnus double ton up in the middle. Might need to hit up old mate, put some tips on that auto fellatio. <laughs> uh, Potentially auto fellatio soon, but uh, maybe we just keep that in separate locations I think it gets a bit weird once we start teeing that up to all doing the same room but hey what's a bit of fun between friends anyway boys chat soon <laughs> look if Marnus and Steve went doubles I'd auto fillet well I think the nation does I think the nation there's I think, going to be people growling themselves out and sucking themselves it also, up it, I think it almost becomes auto fellatio day doesn't it I think so I think it's uh, it'll become a national holiday mm, I go along with that but unfortunately at this point Steve's hand's still missing Steve's hand's missing so the fellatio's going to have to wait. But you are right. That minus six to bring up his 100 was seriously alpha. Yeah, that was as hot as it gets. And they're like, he doesn't usually... That's not really his style of cricket. No, it was as debonair <coughs> as it gets. Uh, now, I'm just trying to find the next one here, and that is not it. Hey, boys. Sean, back again. Uh, hello to the punter and the dribbler. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to say I heard your podcast last week. I hope so. Didn't realise that I was going to be on it. Didn't realise that I actually rang up. <laughs> Did have an NRL skin pull. Aussie <laughs> um, cricket. Labish Shagney. This is the guy that talks in the Lasagna, as I like to call him. Killing it yeah, once well, again. Um, brilliant. Uh, and boys, I'm all keen for the Throwers Association. Uh, Call me is. up. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be the ring. I'll be the ring girl if you need me to be. Uh, have a good one. Well, thank you, mate. That was unreal. Really appreciate your calling the hotline again. Uh, Unbelievable. Call back. Call back soon. Please. Be soon. Uh, yeah. The uh, Sean. Cheers, Sean. Speaks exclusively in uh, sort of two, three-word statements. Mm. Well, it's, it's dribble. 
It's dribble. Speaks and dribble. He speaks and dribble. He speaks fluent dribble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluent uh, dribble. Fluent dribble. Which is rare, which I, so I respect it. If he can speak fluent dribble, then, you know. Well, he's bilingual. <laughs> um, we'll take it as a statement because I can't remember what you said, but let's move on. Hey, boys. Just ringing to see whether my push on Twitter with Jamie Soward to get you boys into the King Celebrity game has gained any traction. Glad to see you boys out there. Um, but yeah, be soon at a Kings game. Or while it crumbles, sorry. Uh, yeah, be soon. Bye. Now, we did run into Soward at the Staples Centre of Australia, Kudos Bank, and we got a bit of a nabra. It was a touch of a nabra about it. We were sort of like waiting for the official invitation. Well, well, that's sort of why I thought why he was coming over. Yes. It was was to hand over the invitation courtside. Yeah. Now, I don't know why they aren't using us in some capacity. Look, we don't have to play. He actually said to us... Numbers are so tight now that he might not even get Sowie to play. Sowie might not even get a game. And he organised it. But I still think that our services could be used elsewhere. Well, I mean, like, if the Kings crumbles, Lakers of, of Australia had any sort of... Uh, nous? Nous. Any media nous. They would get us on board in some capacity to cover the event. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Especially as we're the number one fucking Crumbles fans in the country. And the number one sports podcast in the land. So, look, I don't think that... It's not... We have officially been snubbed. I think that, you know, know, people will realise the error of their ways. Listen, as as listeners here, punters, dribblers, I think it is uh, incumbent upon you to also let it be known to the Crumbles directly on their Instagram page. I believe they call themselves the Sydney Kings on Instagram, which is probably a mistake on their part, but whatever. So you've got to let them know. Tag them, tag us, tag us in their posts, and basically go, listen, guys, you've got a celebrity match going on here, and you don't have the top sports podcast in the country in any way involved, despite the fact that everyone's calling for it. What's going on? So, I mean, that's all I think you can go with there, you know? Yeah, boys. It's uh, Pato here. Do you which one? I'm just calling up. I'm wondering, what is the beer status on uh, Brendan Elliott this off-season? Because I was thinking, has Des got Brendan Elliott around the boys purely because no one wants to have a beer with him and then, hence, less off-season scandals? Mate, it's a master show from Des. Uh, obviously not including Manasseh Fano, who has the knife enthusiast. But other than that... Allegedly. It's pretty smart from the good man. Anyway, boys, be soon. Rooster CB's on route. See you in this year in 2020 Grand Final. Go the boys. Back to back. See you, mate. Um, look, it's an interesting theory. It's a very interesting theory. So basically, as I understand it, he's saying that he's trying to involve beers never as much as possible to keep the boys off the beers to keep the boys off the beers because you can't have a beers with someone who can't drink beer yeah allergic to beer allergic to beer or at least you know there's a sort of a sort of collective understanding that no you're not allowed any yes much the same yes same outcome same outcome outcome. same outcome there's no Um, beers if that is Dez's mentality and it's keeping the boys well behaved uh, you know Manasi Fanu excluded then fantastic fantastic idea and support it wholeheartedly tough to know though tough to know look I think with Manasi 
if I could say this, I believe... Brendan he- wasn't there. Well, Brendan wasn't there, but Manasi was also in a alcohol-free... Wasn't he at like a church night? Yeah, I mean, I think if if you're at a place where stabbings go down uh, and there's a no alcohol policy, I feel like maybe rules are prepared to be broken. I don't necessarily know that you know people are going to go, oh, it's a it's a it's a Christian dance night. We can't drink, but we can stab people yeah, yeah. If, if it. Well, I think it's better correlation is that. Brendan wasn't there and that's why it got out of control. Look, interesting theory. I'm prepared to go along with it. I'm prepared to go along with it for now. Um, I'd have to be... Look, until it's proven otherwise, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like it. Like like it. it. Now, what you did say before is did we receive any songs and that is a no. We did not receive any songs and I think that speaks largely to the point that the punter and the dribbler not big singers. Now, I will say this though. Some people have been asking for them and they've been offering up things that... For what? For baggy for grains? For baggy grains yes. that are falling short. Yes. Now, from where I'm sitting, that's a baggy that's just gone walkabout. Gone begging, yes. Like, it's over now. Yes. You had a week to come up with a song. No one did. No baggy. That's it. So... Like I don't, if you if you're trying to get one and there's people that are that just seemed like there a, was a, there was a layup, mate. That is a layup. Or at least to have a go at it, right? Like, have a crack. Now listen, there's been there's been you know like uh, Uncle Jay who sent us in the plaque to end all plaques and got himself a baggie, right? There are ways to get them without us having to you know request certain things, sure. But if you're going to try and get a baggy green through that avenue, through just your own uh, creativity, let's just remind the punter and the dribbler here that this is the most coveted item in the land. In the land, and something you kind of gotta you gotta get some lead in our pencil if you want to earn one. You gotta get They're dirty. Earned. You gotta get dirty. You, know you gotta I mean? fucking earn them. You mm. can't just rock in and be like, "I want one. Can I have one? What about if I like?" And look. They need to be earned. There's nothing wrong with you coming to us and going, what about this? What do you think of this? But just be prepared for For a a Nabra. Be prepared for a Nabra. Look, you can ask us, will this do it? And we'll tell you. We'll tell you. But don't take it personally. If it's a Nabra. Because it just is that these are the most coveted garments in the land. I'm just shocked, Tom. I'm just shocked that we give a layup. We give a free shot, as it were. For a Bradman Christmas Carol. And we receive nothing. We receive crickets. And now the, the baggie's been taken away. Well, look. I Unless I get got blown away. They've got till Christmas. Unless I get blown away. They've got till Christmas. Oh, we're extending it. Well, I think it's a Christmas Carol. That's true. You've got till the 25th. You've got till the 25th. Uh, actually, I like Carol's pre-Christmas, 24th, night of. Yeah, your Christmas Eve. I'll take it on Christmas Day, but I doubt you'll do it. Uh, but listen. And we're fully expecting to get nothing here because there was a baggy green layup uh, and it doesn't seem like it's happening. Look, there's, it's all right if you're not musical and you don't want to do it. That's fine. But don't then come into our inbox with horse shit and try and get a baggy green. Yeah. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. But we also really do appreciate that you're trying. Yeah, I like that you're trying. I, I think, Just, it's, I think know, it's beautiful. Be prepared. Now. Just be prepared. What I will say is that if you may have seen on the videos, if you, I probably won't put this specific moment up on a video on our Instagram, but something from the podcast has probably been up there or will be up there. You may notice that I am wearing a gorgeous navy blue mm. corduroy it's nice. Hello Sport cap. Yeah, it's nice. Now, these punters dribblers. It's real nice. 
These will be available. Yeah. You can buy these. Very soon. You can just buy them. You can just buy them. You don't have to earn them. You don't have to sing. No, you don't have is, to humiliate yourself. No. You just you can just get this one. This is club membership yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all this is. Yeah, this is a membership. Look, this think is, about your membership to the SCG. That's it. Or to your local rugby your league local club. Rugby league that's club, that's your what local this is. RSL. Yeah, this will get you in. This is you get a bloody Halo Sport blue yeah. uh cord cap mm. and that's your membership. You're in. Now I don't know about you, Eddie, but they're fucking fantastic. Oh, they feel good on the head. Feel You've been wearing yours head. for a while. Yours look pretty worn in now. I like yes. it. Well, see, uh, this is this was the uh, the the it's prototype. One of one. It's one, one of one. one right now. But, but you have been wearing it, so it is now yours. It's now mine. Well, you know, you'll get one. Now, there's not going to be a shitload of these though, because we feel like we don't want to bamboozle. No, no, no. We don't just want to flood the market with shit. What we're going to be doing, punters, dribblers, is we're like, to be honest, we'll probably just be doing short runs of shit. Little limited runs. Little limited runs. And, it'll, and, everything, and everything will just everything will change. So we probably won't do this ever this again. Is, this is the last time we'll do this hat. Yeah. It's I can the, guarantee you it's the last time we'll do it. It's the last. It is, baggy greens are a different thing. Baggy greens, most of you will never wear one. And that's just the truth. The same as most of us will never play for Australian cricket. Although we personally haven't shut the door in our own careers. It's not. It's not, it's not a hat where you go like... Oh, this is some gimmicky fucking thing that I can't wear because I'll look silly in it. No, it no, no. pairs gorgeously with your attire. You can wear this to the cricket. You can wear this to the pub. You could wear this in winter to God's winter game That's if you want to go watch the footy with Keep your mates. Keep a bit of the HD light out of the go eyes. Go to a barbecue with this on. You could go to the beach. Would recommend taking it with an umbrella, but you could wear it to the beach. Absolutely, in in conjunction with an umbrella. Looks great, Nara sells. Tom looks great on the lawn bowling greens of this of this, this nation. nation. Now, absolutely fantastic at. Bowling clubs. Yes. Oh. Now, they're not available yet. We're still getting them. Uh, they're getting made. They're getting made. Look, Tom and I have been Tom and I a little bit slow to the punch. Should have got them before Christmas. We thought, you know what? No, we won't do that. Because everyone does that. Everyone does that. And we're not trend. We're not, we're not, trying to we're do... not sheep. We're trendsetters. You know what? We're not trying to obviously sell you and go, oi, Christmas. Yeah. No. Christmas sale. No. no this no. is something you want if you want. Yeah, yeah. This isn't, this isn't a stocking filler. No. This is something you keep for the rest of your life. You yeah. could hand this down to your son or your daughter. Or your daughter. Or both. Sons and daughters. Sons You'd have to cut in half yeah, if, you well, have, if you want to both. Yeah, or by two. Or by two. But they are limited. <laughs> they are limited. Uh, we'll get back to you. We'll let you know when they're, uh, when, they're, when they're good to go. We'll put the links up and, you know, you'll be able to get them. Obviously, they'll fly out the door. That's the Corduroy Midnight Blue Hats. Corduroy Midnight Blue. Which will be available in January. Yes. I think that's the podcast, bro. That's it. It's sweaty fucking... Dude, it's been hot in here for the for since I reckon since the opener, which there wasn't really one because it's been a fluid podcast. Fifteen minutes in, it's been fucking hot and it's got hotter and, and hotter, hotter and hotter. hotter. I've had hotter. like sweat dripping down my legs from the first fifteen minutes, and to the point where like I'm starting to my brain's starting to switch off. Yeah, it's I'm starting, starting to, to say, I feel like I'm cutting weight. No, 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 I'm I'm losing it. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, Thanks well, for everything. If it is the last one of the year, which it probably is. Great year. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. Uh, to all the new punters and dribblers, of which there are many, we thank you. For jumping on board. Yeah. Spread that good word. Spread the Christmas cheer. 2020 is going to be huge. Yeah. End of a decade. We finish the decade at the top of the podcast heap and we march into the 20s. Yeah. Where we left the 19s. Where we left the 19s. Top. Top, top. And we will remain top. Continue as we to climb. As we fight off the competitors with... Gusto. Sticks and Sticks. gusto. <laughs> All right, that's it. Peace. Uh, but. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>